Welcome back to the No Clue Podcast, episode 151. We are back. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Mike. I'm Tyler. Welcome. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are champions. The world they champions are. of the NBA. Uh, I never understand why people say world champions, but they are the NBA champions. Giannis Antetokounmpo <clears throat> was finals MVP. He finished the last game with a 50-piece uh, greatest game probably of his career. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, he's had like he's had like regular season explosions where he scored more, but yeah. this was like he controlled the game start to finish. He dominated both ends start to yes. finish. Absolutely. Um, do you want to start with game 5? Is there anything really important that we have to cover in game 5? I mean, Drew Holiday was just incredible. Yeah, he was. He was. He stepped up big time. He. It's crazy because the other four or five games of this series was a completely different Drew Holiday than we saw in Game Five. Yeah, absolutely. He, he looked like he had no problem guarding anybody on Phoenix at any time. Yep. Uh, he was taking and making shots. Yep. Taking good, good shots. shots. Good shots, yeah. And he was creating for guys. But it was yep. all off of him just being in attack mode. Not him trying to like f- set other guys up. Just basketball instinct stuff. Yeah, yep. Exactly. Attack mode the whole time. And he looked great. Attack mode on offense and defense. Because he was going for steals. Yeah. You know, he wasn't afraid to get fouls. He was just taking it from guys. Yeah, you know, stripping guys on the way out, nicely. Yeah. Um, and, and that's him being in attack mode makes the whole team better. I think most people see that that the yes. team looks a lot better when Drew is in controlled, efficient attack mode. So, yeah, they looked like a really good team that night because Booker was on fire. Everyone played. Pretty well for um, Phoenix in Game Five, for the most part. I mean, sticking with Milwaukee though, I just, you know what I realized these last two games, and it's like the the big difference for them from other playoff runs. What is they're willing to learn? Mm-hmm. Because we've seen them at their best and worst in practically every series except Miami. Yeah. But we've seen them at their worst in every other series, Brooklyn, Atlanta, and first two games here. Yep. And the players, I think, more so than Budenholzer, because he still really didn't impress me that much. Uh-huh. I thought the players were just like, every time they struggled in a game, they came out with a different tone. Mm-hmm. And it, it showed. These last two games, it, it really stood out more than even the other series. Yeah, it did. It did. And the thing is, you know, we talked about before the series started how we were going to feel about Budenholzer's adjustments. But these last few games were definitely motivational adjustments. Yes. He might not have made any gameplay adjustments at all. He they, didn't. They might not have needed that much. The thing is, they needed to come out and attack, and they did. Yeah. Um, and you saw the difference in how, in their aggression each game. Yeah. Big time, yeah. Yep. They learned from that first quarter in Game 5 that was so bad. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I was like stressed, like this this can't be Phoenix not gonna control them like this, right? And Holiday and Middleton learn like, yo, we gotta pass it to our best player. Yep. And from then on, Giannis took control and never looked back. The last two games also were like the two. I'll say last three games were the most they exploited mismatches like the whole playoffs to me, other than Miami also. But I think they had a really tough time exploiting mismatches um, against Atlanta. They didn't really have many mismatches against Brooklyn. But um, early in this series, they, for some reason, they wouldn't go to the mismatches. They'd have Bobby Portis down low with campaign on them and then, they wouldn't exploit that. They wouldn't exploit Giannis when a guard switched off to him. Yeah. Um, Drew wouldn't attack the big guys, wouldn't attack Aiton. But the last three games, they made a conscious effort to do that. I could tell. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, anything on Phoenix for game five? No. They played great. Yeah. Good game. It was a tough loss. Yeah. Um. Okay, so game six. Um, we were worried about Chris Paul going into this game, obviously, because this series was ugly. Slipping away fast. <laughs> Do you think he did enough in game no, six? No, I don't not. either. I don't either. And and I had this problem in game five where he played like. Like, I'm in the game, but I'm not the leader of this team. Mm-hmm. That's my problem, too. And it was... It reminded me of um, Miami's first year with LeBron. Mm-hmm. D-Wade was still, like, a better alpha guy, better first option guy. Yeah. But D-Wade randomly would just be like, no, like, you got it. Mm-hmm. And you saw the, like, the struggle in cohesion that first year more than obviously any other year right this these last two games specifically was cp kind of being good enough to be the number one guy but going Mm -hmm. on these long stretches where like bridges you tried to get a shot or crowder just throw something up Mm -hmm. or like ayton why why did you get out the way instead of get available for me to throw you a like a post pass right which Aiton's done the entire playoffs is moved out the way. Yeah. But now it's you're like force feeding him rather than attacking the mismatch you clearly have every play. Yep. And again, these last two games he just he he played like he was saving his energy. Mm. Yeah, good point. Yep. I agree. I agree. Um the thing is, he played pretty efficient this game. I would say, you know, the turnovers, assist to turnover ratio wasn't very good. But, you know, a lot of the guys just weren't hitting a lot of shots. But you got, like you said, he wasn't playing like the leader of the team because the leader of the team, the only Hall of Fame player on this team, you can't go out with only 19 shots. You can't go out with less than When you got it going. Shots. Yeah. You you made it clear off of those nineteen shots that you could go off. Yeah. 
but I never saw the effort to go off. While Devin Booker's struggling, while Aiton had the worst game of the entire playoffs by far. Yep. I mean, Aiton was like brain dead the entire game. Yep. And you don't take you don't even try to take control. And you only take two threes, and you you lose by you know however much seven, and you don't even try to get another three off. Just two threes the whole in game. In Houston, he averaged like five, and he'd go over yeah. gladly. And, and this was like this game at times it looked like Booker was desperate in that like. All right, no one else is playing good. I have yes. to just put something in the air. Yes. Because, you know, Crowder was taking bad shots. Bridges was just he just looked very immature. Aiden and they and terrible. they don't they don't help him. They's like giving up running plays for him. Yeah. Those those, those curls they used to run for every shooter. Yep. They barely run for Crowder. They ran it for Crowder and got an in one. Yep. But, like, they forced it to Booker, especially in that third quarter, not mm-hmm. even letting anybody else go off. Right. And it also looked like when campaign came in, Milwaukee just kind of let him do whatever whatever he and wanted. I thought that was a good thing because now there's no pressure on CP until later in the game to take control. Right. But, again, campaign is not going to replicate what he did for that, like, five minutes. Right. Exactly. I mean, guys miss shots, but you're in Milwaukee. That's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. The crowd is against you. You know, you got a young team and yes. you're anxious. This is a closeout game. That kind of stuff is going to happen. But CP is the only one who's ever played in a closeout game before. So. CP been... was one of the few players out there that was acting like it wasn't a, a closeout game. I agree. And it just it, it made me mad because I just thought I wanted more. I expected more from him. Yeah, I didn't see the competitiveness that we saw at times, and we saw against the Clippers mainly. I it, I think CP is maybe he doesn't want to be the leader anymore. But you don't tell the world that in Game Six of the NBA Finals. Right. But that's what it looked like he was saying. But he always like, you plays. know I don't want to have the pressure on me anymore. But he takes control of the offense like the leader every time. Yeah, he does. So it's like you either got to change your play style or you have to live up to the play style you have. Right. Yep. And again, if if he was off, if he was maybe like 5 of 19, mm-hmm. I'd be like, you know, maybe we should have got Devin Booker or just forced other guys to shoot more. Yep. Or like just try to barrel through Aiton's disgusting slump. Yeah, uh, but shooting but you, like sixty percent from the field is not. You got it you know, going. Yeah, but, take, and like, you, lose the game for me. Don't make Aiton look worse than he already looks. Yeah, and, and this is another thing, and I always like to explain this to the non-basketball players when we talk about stuff. You know, as basketball players, the reason why no one in the league finishes with like sixty percent. Like there's no no one shoots that well from the field is because if you're shooting that good you shouldn't finish the game with sixty percent you should be taking more shots yes no one has the sixty percent no like guards at least yeah because once you at sixty percent you have nineteen okay give me shoot eleven for twenty five 
Exactly. Keep shooting. And and that's you know, eleven for nineteen. Both games in a loss. He, that's he, not good. Both games he shot well, but it was like reserved. It was never oh I gotta like he'd make a couple shots and just get back to feeding Booker. Mm-hmm. He act like they were winning at times. Exactly. Yeah. You can't lose shooting sixty percent. No, no way. That's not good. It's not good. And and it just um, it makes him look worse because Giannis didn't like didn't waste a possession. No. There wasn't one possession where Giannis was like, eh, I'm gonna let Middleton do it. Nope. If Giannis one, got it, he was attacking. Yeah, and if he didn't get it, it was because of other people's low IQs. <laughs> right. He's he went after the ball, he was a rebounding machine, he, he cut off every screen off of every like off ball thing while cp's like bridges you got it what yeah work out <laughs> what is what? no not not in, like you said not in game six of the finals open the <laughs> right. triangle for bridges <laughs> right and bridges like bridges impressed me the last game he made some smooth moves he did but yeah. again, like you going up with Giannis on the weak side, if you're not dunking it, what do you think is gonna happen? And that's the one thing I wanted to really highlight. This Giannis's his effort on defense this game was, in my opinion, the biggest game changer in this. Like it was the biggest yes. impact of this game because he was going to get everything. He like did he have two goaltendings or three? I believe two two and five blocks so he was ascending everything yep. and then just that gets in your psyche when you know i'm driving you always have to look around okay well, where's Giannis before yep. you lay it up and um i mean that it was huge plays he sent bridges and stuff like three times three out of the five yeah to the point where bridges had to dunk something later on and missed it yeah yeah like that that has an impact Yep, yep, and he had some. He could have went, could have went for more, but he didn't let anyone lay it up without thinking about him, which is yeah. important. Um, so I think that was a huge difference because he can get fifty. I mean, the free throws obviously was amazing. He shot amazing from the free throw line, but he can get fifty a lot of nights, even shooting bad from the free throw line. I mean, that was one of the clutchest free throw performances ever. Yeah, absolutely it was i just like you said early on like he had touch on his free throws yep they were soft almost every one yeah i've seen him like you know he'll get in a rhythm and kind of look good for a couple shots but this yeah. was like 13 straight I mean, and this is what we've been saying for what three years yeah the Bucks would never win a championship if Giannis misses free throws. As yep. soon as Giannis starts making free throws, he was the championship. Game five had me nervous. Oh, yeah, me too. He me was too. missing. Yeah, but, I mean, he came out focused. Uh, he adjusted his game, yes. and he was motivated also. These guys came out hungry. They wanted the chip, and they got it. You know what I learned um, from these three straight series Milwaukee played in, as far yeah. as like defending Giannis, mm-hmm. you can't put 
Like, you have to have a big who has athleticism and IQ. Mm -hmm. Because as the series get longer and longer, Giannis starts to look like more and more of a mismatch. Yeah. Brooklyn, it happened. Yep. Atlanta, it happened. Yep. And then, well, he gets hurt against Atlanta, but he, like, even in game two and three, he was looking like more of a mismatch. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you saw it here. As the series progressed, Aiton couldn't handle him one-on-one. It's almost like you need to have, um, you know, a team of guys that just rotate on him so he doesn't get too comfortable with one guy, you know? Yeah. Because uh, I think it was game two where, like, Crowder played him a lot. Yeah. And and Giannis kind of had a... Maybe it wasn't game two. He went off game two, I remember. Then it, maybe it was game one when Crowder played him a lot. And he still had a good game, but he had to take a lot different... He had to take different shots yeah. than it was just layups like it is against Aiton, unfortunately, or, you know, short jumpers. He has to have his shot nice because he's not going to go past him because the guy plays better defense laterally than Aiton, yeah. something like that. But, yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> it's just tough because with Blake, Blake didn't have, the, like, the athleticism to, to guard him for, like, a full series. Mm-hmm. But he had the IQ. Yeah. But eventually Giannis just started, like, imposing his will by being relentless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A- Aiden doesn't have the IQ. He's got the physical skill. Yeah. But as soon as he starts like giving him space and yet still closing out, yeah, again it's, it's a foul it's just, waiting to happen too. Right, right. And yeah. I'm just why and eight and again, like I said, an awful performance. And yeah, what made really it bad. awful is he came out. Giannis didn't like. Giannis didn't come out like saying this is I'm gonna take off and I'm gonna get fifty. Nope. Giannis was playing the exact same way he does every night. Yep. And Aiton just fouled or just let him score. Yeah. No resistance at all. And he Aiton acted like he acted like Giannis was like a better outside the paint threat than he is cuz he yes. made it seem like all right, I have to take something away and let him let him get something, but he didn't have to let him get layups. Yeah. Like he and- acted like he was trying to take away his like hook or something like that. I don't know what Aiton was doing. Like, that's not the way he defended him the other games of the series. Right. It was just so, like, brain dead, honestly. It was. And then, and then they're, like, mad. Once once the guy gets 30, it doesn't matter if you send a double team. Right. He's not getting no. on the glass. Every touch he gets, he feels comfortable. Yep. And they're mad that they're fouling him. Obviously fouling him. Mm-hmm. Like, they fouled him the whole series. Yep, yep. I, I just, I didn't understand Phoenix's frustration because they allowed Giannis to get hot and then were just, like, frustrated that he stayed hot. Like, you're not offering any resistance. They didn't box out. Not at all. Uh, you know, what, Crowder led them in rebounds? You know, that, that's that's never good. Aiden had, what, like, five, six? Six. That's, Aiden had six. Bridges had six. That's unacceptable. Crowder had 13. Unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, it is. 
Pat, I'm sure Pat Connaughton had more rebounds than him. Yeah, he had eight. Eight, and you're the only <laughs> real big out there. Yeah. The whole I, night. Yeah. I understand Brooke Lopez not getting rebounds because he's got a lot of other guys who live in the paint. Yeah. But Phoenix doesn't have anybody. Nope. Even Sarge didn't live in the paint, and he rebounded pretty well. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, Kaminsky comes in. He played great. He did. <laughs> Shout out hope to it. Frank Kaminsky. I hope I hope we get to see him, like, get some real minutes next year. This game and last game. Game five, he played great, yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not a rebounding threat. No, he's not. Not at all. Again, Aiden uh, wasn't in foul trouble like that to just not rebound. Just about everyone on the Bucks had more. Than Aiden. That's Holiday ridiculous. had nine. Lopez had eight. PJ Tucker had six. Middleton had five. And honestly, man, the way this series was going, we should have seen this coming more. Because the the, the first rebounding, yes, the out rebounding was going on even when Phoenix was winning games. Yeah, but Phoenix was hitting shots. Mm-hmm. I should have known better than to think that Phoenix was going to stay hot for five, six, seven games. Yeah, I that's agree. that's unrealistic, especially of a team that young, right? So, but the, they had the thing is with CP and Booker, it's it's okay to believe that they were good fallback guys for when Crowder, Bridges, and Aiton don't play well. Like both of them can get thirty in a game, and you know you have sixty, seventy points on the board, opposed to. You know, only them only barely getting over forty. Yeah. Together, so. I mean, they like Booker made subtle mistakes. Mm-hmm. That I, ex- I honestly I expected more of from throughout the series. Mm-hmm. But like game five, he didn't do a good enough job. Even though he had it going, he didn't have it going when Drew Holiday guarded him. Right. Third and fourth quarter, he I mean, he was fizzling out. Third quarter, he was good. But fourth quarter, he completely fizzled out. Yeah, and later in the game, he would like, well, Drew Holiday's on me. I can still get a bucket. Nah, mm-hmm. you got to go get the mismatch. Yeah. We're falling behind. We're struggling. We need great shots. Or go get it off the ball. Get a catch and shoot. Something right. like that. Right. Yeah, and, and that's a veteran thing. That's something that... CP has never truly played with a scorer as good as Booker, in my opinion. Other, I mean, other than Harden, but, you know, CP played the two in, on there. As the point guard, CP really hasn't had a scorer like Booker. So, I don't know whose job it was to tell Booker that, but you would think the guy with the more experience would, would say, hey, man, you know, you got it going, but... Holiday's not the one. Let's get it off the ball. Let me create. Let me get it to you, and then that, yeah. that's it. I'm sorry. I just you're right. I I didn't see I didn't see a winner out of CP3. Yeah, me and either. I told you this. I consider a lot of guys who haven't won winners based on how they play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But CP, not it. Not it. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell's a winner. Yeah. You know, 
guys, again, I, I think Jason Tatum is a winner. Mm-hmm. Lillard hasn't won Absolutely. much. He's a winner. Yeah. I, I see it from Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Not as much as I'd like, but I see it from Jimmy <laughs> Butler. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but CP, I mean, just you finally made it in the finals. Yeah. That's you went out because Milwaukee is just better, like, and you were comfortable with that, right? I don't think anyone, anyone who watched this playoffs thought that Milwaukee could win, or thought it was likely that Milwaukee would win four straight games. Like, I don't think that was like a favorite opinion to anybody. No, that I... that the Suns wouldn't, you know. Split a game there. Yeah, I was the games four and five. I was so impressed with Milwaukee, but Phoenix. I mean, CP just throwing away chances. Yep, literally throwing it away. Yeah, I agree. While Giannis Giannis has to sit down the first three minutes of the game because he's so hyped. Yep, CP is like. Letting letting seventh and eighth best players on the team take shots. Yeah. Forcing them to take shots. Yeah. And and, and this unfortunately, although Booker played great this whole series, this series truly showed his limitations as well. And I think probably showed the higher ups in Phoenix what they might need to do to surround him to make the team more efficient. And you know more likely to win, because you know Cam Johnson. He comes in. He's a decent complimentary player, but he's pretty. He's minus almost every game. At the end of the games, his time out there, it's yeah. he makes a negative impact. And I, I know plus and minus is isn't you know, a great stat to say like you know what someone is, whether someone's good or not, because Cam Johnson is good. But the thing is, something happens to the team while he's out there, whether it's defensively. <laughs> a lot of it is CP's fault. It is. It is. It That's is. what's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, you see, there needs to be another ball handler out there other than Booker, because Booker is not it. He's had <laughs> so many costly turnovers. Yeah. The ball doesn't move. Dude, he when he got, when he just threw across court, Middleton gets like the LeBron breakaway. I was like, and then of course on cue, Middleton scored like seven straight after that. Yeah, I'm like, dude, game six, you're fighting for your life. You can't just throw it away. Six turnovers. That last six game turnovers. was the first game where I'm like, dude, this is not the time to be moving the ball. Mm-hmm. You're turnover prone. Right. Get it on. The, make eight and go to work. The you completely lost game five because you were, right. and he only had two turnovers and right. they were the most costly turnovers of the entire game. But again, this is Booker's first playoff run. Yeah, CP has been there, and done that, count like over a decade. Yeah, and I saw an equal level of experience from the two Phoenix guards. I agree, and that is that is completely unacceptable. Yep. Do you think CP is staying or no? 
I, w- I would like for them to run it back because I, I, I think slightly different. I, I think the roster-wise, they're good enough. They're good enough, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, mean if, if they made it to Game 6 in the finals, they're good right. enough. But I, I don't think, like, they don't have any glaring issues that, like, next year teams are going to expose other than maybe health problems. Mm, I, I think they do, yeah. I think they do. I don't, it, I don't know. I don't it, think so. The thing is, and we talked about this off air, every team in the West is going to be better. Pretty much every team that has a chance of being better is taking the chance to get better. Phoenix, Milwaukee should have swept Phoenix. Honestly. I mean, they beat them no, four straight games. No, no. Yeah, no I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is the first two games Phoenix played great, but Milwaukee could have swept them. Because the first two games, all we did was say how bad Milwaukee was. Okay, playing. but games four and five, Milwaukee didn't dominate the games. I'm if, not saying if game do- four, is- if CP was awake or showed up, it wasn't Cliff out there. Sweeping and dominating isn't the same thing, though. I'm just saying Phoenix could have swept them right back. <laughs> I, I There's don't think no anyone way on the planet that Phoenix was going to sweep Milwaukee, though. I'm I didn't saying, think CP would be awful in that game four. Right, but you think that's going to change next year? The CP thing is, is the if they had again, if if they had anyone else to alleviate CP's whatever you call it, they you know they have a, they make a difference. That's all, because you. You take CP out and then campaign comes in who doesn't really initiate the offense well. He gets his own buckets, but that's it. He does nothing else on the court. No, he doesn't create for anybody. Right, so that's maybe a small roster adjustment you make, you know? That's all I'm saying because they think that when CP comes out and it's Cam and Booker that Booker can initiate the offense, and he can't. I I just... I feel like I'm it's not gonna saying come like down. All star. It's gonna come down to Booker and Aiton getting better. You think Booker can get much better? Yes, I think he can. I I hope he realizes what that looks like. Because mm-hmm. it's not. I think his it's offensive not, game could slow down like his individual game. Right. It's nothing about scoring. I mean that that's great. But I mean, you know, the weights, IQ weights just they add up over time. So we'll see mm-hmm. that moving forward. Mm-hmm. But the decision making, you know, Monty Williams has a lot to do with that. CP has a lot to do with that. So we'll see how that progresses. I, I just, I just can't believe they couldn't do it four or three games, like. It's, after the two in a row, they should have came back to Phoenix. Uh, well, no, what was it? Yeah, the, the two in a row could have came back to Phoenix, won one, and then you know take it from there. But the four straight, man. If they can do it four straight after the two wins, they could have did it from the beginning. I mean, your hypothetical sounds more likely. I'll give you that. Well, I, and the thing is, I, I trust me. I don't think that they need to like blow the phoenix up i'm just right. saying there's they were missing something that could have made it easier on booker and cp that's all 
I think Aiton getting better is going to be huge. But the thing is, if CP and and Booker still turn the ball over all the time, it don't matter how good Aiton is. I think or Sarge helps that though. Yeah, maybe Sarge does. I, I think Sarge would have limited some of the, like the, because a lot of the turnovers were boneheaded, specifically from them too. Yeah. I just think Sarge simplifies what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And he's to, not as soft as uh, right. Cam Johnson either. <laughs> right. He's probably the toughest player on the team from the Clipper, <laughs> at least looking at the Clipper series. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's just tough because he was. Sometimes you don't really notice a guy's impact until he's gone. Uh huh. And you know, I, I saw I saw him being absent in pretty much every game. I noticed the fact that they're missing him. I agree. I agree with that for sure. For sure. All right. Uh, you said you want CP to come back, but do you think he's going to come back? You know what? If Phoenix has like a bigger ceiling than I than I think, CP's got to go. Mm-hmm. Because so, what do you think their ceiling is? That's interesting. I think another finals trip, and that's it. I mean, one. I got to see how they get there. Mm-hmm. But I think they're they have like a two three year window where they could go to the finals again. Okay. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe Jamal Murray comes back incredible next year. No, I'm saying you said if their ceiling is higher than you think it is, then CP should go. I don't think they go back to the finals if CP stays. Next year? Yeah. Oh, okay. But if he goes and they like do something on top of him going, I'm assuming they're not just going to let him go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're good. Okay, that makes sense. I guess. Now the move, the move could completely change my mind. Right. <laughs> if it's right, like a right. bad pickup. Yeah, yeah, and I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I I would agree with that. If they want to go back to the finals, I do think they could get someone else other than CP. And um, uh, but I but you're right. I don't think because CP got kind of lucky that every guard in the West was injured. <laughs> like every starting point guard was injured this uh yeah he playoffs uh portland was probably going to be their toughest competition matchup wise yeah and they ducked that because denver you know just went to mm-hmm. work on them but they would have had a hard time against memphis if if uh you know it shaked that way if it shook that way that memphis would play them they would have had a hard time i think you're right yeah if if um, Phoenix got the number one seed, yeah, uh, and had to play Memphis, um, but what do you think yeah, about man. Milwaukee, man? So they're the championship team, man. Giannis, it was a nice moment watching Giannis celebrate, man. I got to be honest. Yeah, it was. It's, it's been great. And he and great. this is a wake up call to Kevin Durant. This one <laughs> ring. Made Giannis the best player in the league, no question. Yeah, it does. Current, currently, this offseason, throughout next season, Giannis is the best player in the league. Yeah. 
KD, you won back to back, and nobody thought, or most people didn't think that. A lot. I didn't think he was the best player on that team. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, so it just shows, like Giannis said, "Yo, I could have gone to a super team. I didn't. Figured it out." Right. And he's like, he specifically pointed that out. They didn't like ask him about it. Mm-hmm. He he. He wanted, just wanted to make sure everyone knew that. Exactly, yo. So yeah. so. I just that that was a great moment, man. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, Milwaukee. I mean, Brooklyn is the only thing stopping them from getting back yes. to the finals. All the teams that is currently constructed, none of them have a chance against Milwaukee. I need I need to see Philly's master plan, whatever that is. No, no shot. <laughs> if it's not Damian, it's no shot. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Wow. Anyone okay. else is no is no shot. Lowry, okay, okay. no shot. What? No shot. No shot. <laughs> what? No that shot. was literally the only thought I had. I've already said I think Lowry's going there, but no shot. Not against Milwaukee. Okay. No. No. Cause you're because they're losing Ben. That, I'll that's tell you right now, if it was Lowry instead of CP, those last two games, Phoenix would have won <laughs> one of them. I agree. I agree with that. Just saying. I agree with that. But the thing is, Philly, getting Lowry and losing Ben, it's not... It's perfectly okay. It's okay, but it's not equal. Yeah, it's you're not, improved. <laughs> you're improving some things. Because who's guarding Giannis when they, when they don't have Ben? That, Tobias? Well, Tobias is getting worked for a couple of minutes, but fifteen. Thibault he's gonna have fifty and fourteen early. the whole series. <laughs> fifty and fourteen the whole series. I mean, Embiid could take a crack at him. Tyrell fouls out guarding like Bogdanovich. If Phoenix could do it, Philly could do it. No. If Brooklyn could do it, Brooklyn. Uh, it. I think. Any team is capable of doing it, considering they have the size. And Philly has the size. No. No shot. All right. Sweep. Okay. Maybe okay. Uh, five games I'll give them against if they get Lowry. If they get Damian, though, then it's different. Because Lowry and Drew, to me, I, I pick Drew in that matchup at this point. Just and maybe just because I think Lowry's gonna be Drew went like one for five, dude. Do one one great game and my phone is blowing up talking about how invaluable he, was... he is. I'm like, yo, he tried to sell four <laughs> Who games. Said that? Who said that? No, I'm not gonna throw out names, obviously. But <laughs> oh, you're close your close friends, friends that yeah, just I talk basketball with. <laughs> That yeah. never mentioned Drew Holiday the first four games of how awful he was. Yeah. Oh, he's so invaluable. Come on. He was an idiot for 80% of the series. I just, <laughs> I, I don't know how you could definitively sit there and be like, yeah, Drew Holiday will work Lowry in a, in a matchup. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. I didn't say you could work him. You I just said I Drew pick over him. him. Yeah. I, in this matchup, in a. King of the court, one on one. I'm picking Lowry. I'm not talking about Philly, that. I'm talking about a matchup Milwaukee. in Philly versus Milwaukee. I'm taking Drew. I think Drew's impact will be. He won't outscore Lowry, 
But I think Drew will control the game better than Lowry on those two teams. That's all right, we'll saying. agree to disagree on that. We'll see what Philly does because, you know, we'll ha- we'll definitely come back to this conversation because I I think Lowry's a very strong possibility for them. And it's likely. I mean, he's from Philly. He wants to retire. It. it makes sense. Everything makes sense. I, I would love Ben it, in yeah. Toronto is a great move. I think I like that a lot. Yep. So, but no, I no shot. I will. I will say Milwaukee. For I don't see anybody beating them in the East next year. I I think like I said I think Brooklyn is the only chance. I think, you know I think Atlanta was probably only, like a really good vet away. And when I say really good, I mean, uh, like a Drew Holiday level vet away, from. Uh, you know, not not an all star, but someone who, you know. But I, I think Giannis underrated. If Giannis had played against Brooklyn the entire series, like he did against Phoenix, mm-hmm. it I don't think it would have been that difficult of a series. Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah, me either. Because me either. he was still on the like the I'm I have a perimeter game. Yeah, but not all of Brooklyn played either. That's the only thing. That's my yeah. that's my only issue. Yeah, but I, for them, I'm still not confident that everybody back is the solution for them. Because mm-hmm. they only gave me two out of seven games of good defense. Mm-hmm. And the rest of it was just individual talent. Yeah. So I, Harden and Kyrie being back, I don't trust that to make it better. Kyrie won't be there anyway. The <laughs> I, Atlanta is like maybe a Dinwiddie away from really challenging Milwaukee based on how they played and Trey being healthy, obviously. I think it would be another six-game series no matter what upgrades either team makes. Yeah, that's that's solid. That's a Milwaukee challenge. Milwaukee would win. Yeah, but I mean, like, right. It's not going to be like a sweep or easy light work like Miami was. Right, yeah, no, I, they're the only ones I think probably challenge them. I'd like to see what Boston does here, but right now, no shot. Wizards, I'm tired of Miami. Oh, Miami's always in talks for all the good pickups. Miami's a beautiful place. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> they're probably gonna get. They're probably gonna get a good, interesting like change into the roster. Mm. I don't. Uh, are they gonna try to keep Oladipo? I'm not sure. Because if they do, I don't, I don't see them getting anything else. Um, Miami and Boston are such wild cards. I honestly, I it's hard to even predict where they're gonna be next year. Yeah, but Boston, I am really curious to see what point guard they're gonna get because I think there's gonna be a lot of point guards moving. Um, you know, Lowry, Ben. Um, you know, Schroeder is gonna end up on one of the teams we're talking about. I like Schroeder on uh, Miami. No? Yeah. Uh, like I said, they're a wild card, mostly because of one player. But John Wall is moving. Lillard might be moving. But except uh, for Lillard, none of those moves, regardless of where they go, makes me think that anybody could beat Milwaukee in the East. 
Can't and like you said, Kyrie's out. not going to be back, so Brooklyn doesn't look that <laughs> invincible. <laughs> He's coming back. He just won't be there in the playoffs. That's Oh, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so Drew Holiday yeah. will, will handle it. What's the problem? Right. And they and I don't think Dinwiddie's coming back for them. So uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see anyone beating Milwaukee. Like I said, I think Brooklyn always has a shot if they get them in the first round, because the Kyrie will probably be there in the first round. They have a shot, but after that, it's over with. Over with, and I definitely think Milwaukee will get somebody else. I mean, CP may go to Milwaukee after that. <laughs> to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if he did that. Uh, They'll probably get another vet. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think CP is getting another crack at it. Another crack at the finals? Yeah. If he goes to the Lakers? Oh, my God. Hey, they vetoed it once incorrectly. This time, they need to do that. I'll tell you what. If, if Lillard goes to the Lakers, LeBron should get... He should get, like... Death penalty penalized for Dude, tampering. stop. Lillard is not going anywhere. No, I'm, I I don't think he is. I'm just saying, if he does, I've seen these Photoshop pictures of him in a Lakers jersey. If he goes stop. to the Lakers, LeBron should get like, I don't know what kind of penalty they can give him. Dock him a full year pay for tampering. Because this would be like the third clear time. He said, oh, put him with me. I'll show you what he can do. He puts him in the movie. He does all this other stuff. And like now, oh, now Lillard wants to come to the Lakers? No, man. He got to get tampering for that. Has to. Again. Has to. You know, thinking about all these other teams that are going to be like, that we're not really sure about. Milwaukee really like is a clear favorite going into next year. Yeah, they are. Like. Definitely. I I really can't picture anybody outplaying them considering how they played through their struggles throughout the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like Giannis is only going to get better, and him and Middleton, their game is only going to get easier. Yeah, if Giannis shoots free throws like the, like he did, they're oh it doesn't even matter. Not, None of the they're other they're not shit losing matters. the game. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're not losing the game. Seventy three and nine. Playoffs. Yeah. If he if he can shoot ninety percent from the free throw line all the time, they're if he can shoot seventy five consistently. They're winning sixty five games. Oh yeah, yeah, and they're I don't think they're losing more than three games the whole playoffs. Three max. If nah, bro, nah, K, KD will take two at least. Because you if know he how can KD make seventeen is. free throws in a night. I mean, and when KD can match a lot of that. KD's not getting that many shots next time. Not if Harden's there. Yeah, if Harden's there, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great if, point. If either of them are there, KD's not getting the opportunity to score that much. Uh, I don't, but I don't know. I think they'd be ready for KD, especially yeah. Giannis. Uh, let's see who else. Who else is there to talk about in the league right now? Does it matter where Kimba goes? Is the league passing Kimba by? Is he too small? You know the defense. What do you think? Um, I think Miami would be a good fit for him. 
Okay. I think Miami because Miami team defense. Yeah, exactly. And I think maybe Indiana would be a good fit for him. Mm. Uh, they wouldn't I win. Hate Indiana. But right. But I think he would like he would make some of those guys better. Yeah, I think so too. But he doesn't. Yeah, he's not a make it or break it piece for anybody. Mm-hmm. And that's more so to, to him. Not he's got the Kyrie problem of like he doesn't really. He's not durable. At this point, he's had a nagging knee problem for like five years. Yeah. I mean that's that doesn't get be- that doesn't just magically get better. Right. Right. Um. Who else is? Who, what other big names are going to be available other than point guards this off season? Is there any centers? Any big men that we think is moving? I haven't seen any. Not that so I could think of. Week, week right now, anyway. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll, be, we'll go come back to off season later, anyway. Yeah. All right, man. It's time. I can't even get excited, dude. <laughs> I'll play that music in when I uh when I edit this. <laughs> uh, they hyped the soundtrack up so much and it was it was worthless in the movie. And when it was in the movie, it felt like it was forced like uh the intro was cool. Like it sounded good. Oh, the the with all the flashbacks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. I mean, like during the actual action of the movie, none of the music fits. Me. No, no. This movie. Um, where do you want to start? <laughs> We're talking about Space Jam. Spoiler the new alert! Legacy. If you haven't seen it, it's up to you whether you want to listen to the rest of this or not. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, go ahead and listen to the rest of this because it's not. You shouldn't worry about the spoils anyway. No, there's you way better kids. Sing Two is coming out. Wait for that. That's a way better kids movie. Tom and Jerry is out. Check that out. Yep. Uh. Okay, let's start from the beginning. Opening scene. LeBron, a young LeBron, with his uh. <laughs> Uh, what what was movie was he in? Paid in full. Oh yeah, <laughs> his paid in full coach. <laughs> uh, he I don't remember that guy's name, but he's a good actor. Wood. Uh, yeah, yeah. I forgot his first name. I know his last name is Wood. Um, he gets a Game Boy that has Bugs Bunny on it, and he's playing the Game Boy on the sideline. And his coach tells him, "No more distractions." <laughs> <laughs> and he throws a vintage Game Boy in the garbage after he misses one shot. You know, yeah. You know, we get that. So that's his. <laughs> that did what for you for the rest of the? <laughs> it it set the cringe tone. Okay. Of like this this forced. Mm, like character arc, I guess I'll call it, if that's a good way to put it. 
Of who? Of LeBron? Of LeBron? Yeah. Like, after that, it flipped a switch in his mind for him to never have distractions ever again. Again, I just, I can't fathom, like, so Space Jam, New Legacy, LeBron instead of MJ, alright, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. You make LeBron unlikable? You make him the mean dad? <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I've ever, I could think of. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just, I, again, every every scene in this movie, I, you can't help, I don't know how kids receive this movie. There's really nothing in this movie for kids. Looney it's Tunes like was 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 all right, to stay on topic, not to get <laughs> too ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. The, especially the early scenes, you're kind of comparing the setup to, to Space Jam. Yeah, with the free throws outside. The, yeah. Yeah. And they changed everything for the fucking worse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. you Again, you make LeBron like the, the slight villain. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, my God. Why would you do this? Put it's those ba- games down. It's bad enough. Yo. Exactly. The, it's it's a Looney Tunes movie. Space Jam was a Looney Tunes movie. Yes. Who the fuck cares about LeBron like starring in the movie? Good point. Again, it's Looney Tunes. There's a, a basketball storyline. Who better than the greatest player on earth? The the limited in the original. There was such a limited amount of, like, real people action. Like, you, yes. you know, it was like they were golfing. Uh, that was you know, all was I playing. remember. And then, like, Bill Murray, like, being the last recruit yeah, for the team. That's really it. And, and Jordan's assistant. And yeah. then uh, Daffy going to get the shorts. Uh, what was the other thing? The... Um, him at the baseball, then he hit, uh, he hit it, and then they, the uh, monster, or the aliens came in with the spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, it was very, it was the cartoon coming to the real life, and not you know Jordan going. Well, I should say now LeBron going to wake up like a PTSD Bugs Bunny. <laughs> And all his friends are out retired from like Looney Tune land, which I still don't know why. I never understood, like, I didn't fully grasp the why that is after watching it. But he just um, like threw him in there, as far as I could tell. Yeah. There wasn't a reason for it. He was like, oh, like, haha, I got my superstar team. I'll just throw you to some random world that you go find players. No, I didn't understand why all the Looney Tunes are all on different worlds. That's the part I didn't get. Oh, so they they try to set that up with like, like Bugs Bunny. They left because of Don Cheadle, uh, because yeah. he offered them a better planet. And and that that was just weird to me. It didn't make sense. 
But again, the problem in this movie... <laughs> you said Don Cheadle. Dude, I... Al. Al. Yeah. I just... I don't understand. The Looney Tunes was the draw. Okay, they're washed, but there was a couple of moments in this movie that tried to be like, yo, like, the Looney Tunes were cool. I thought them throwing them into the like all the different franchises, the Warner Brothers franchises. Yeah. I thought that was funny. I thought but, it was But funny. how is that like how does that introduce Looney Tunes to kids? It doesn't. That's like nostalgia for the the, the OG Space Jam fans. A lot of and the weird thing is a lot of those movies or the other stuff they're in kids won't know anyway. Exactly. Other than like Wonder Woman because it just came out, but exactly you know, the other stuff. There, this movie had no connection to kids. Right? Are you kidding me? That that blew my mind that when you center the story around like a father son relationship, and it's the hollowest part of the movie. Yeah, that feels more fake than fucking Looney Tunes in real life. Or not even in real life, in a virtual reality. Yeah. I yeah. just the decisions in the story here are so bad. So let, let's keep going. What happens is, uh, you know, LeBron, <laughs> Dom, Dom and Darius are playing basketball, and Dom uh, is a video game creator. And LeBron doesn't understand it. So LeBron goes to the bedroom to understand it. And um, something happens to the game. And then they just move on from there. Then all of a sudden, now LeBron is looking at maybe getting a contract with Warner Brothers. And uh, they have an argument in front of people about whether Dom's going to basketball camp or... uh, Video game camp. That was Sarah so. Silverman. I cannot believe they made LeBron a shitty father. I really can't believe that. Sarah Silverman approves. Uh, she was a random throw in there. So random. She the approved, coach is random so. too. Yeah, for like two seconds. Two minutes. And just to talk shit after the game. Yeah. So. uh so LeBron tells him that the idea was bad and Don Cheadle, who's the video game man or He's like the AI. Yeah, the AI. He hears him and he gets upset, so he finds a way to drag change the elevator while they're fighting and drag them into his world and then challenges LeBron to a basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> he like takes his son because he steals his idea in, in a way but then he just like puts it into a basketball game just to go against LeBron yeah but I first just... of all no one was in danger in this movie let's just be clear there I guess the Looney Tunes were in danger of getting oh deleted but no one else was in danger here his son was not in danger he just wanted to take his game like take his game idea that's it uh the i'll tell you what really fell flat on his face man 
the other players getting into the game. That was absolutely terrible. Damian, so Anthony Davis, Tarasi, and um, Agumake, them getting into the game was just bizarre. It's just like, hey, we had this game. Oh, I just wanted to scan you. We're at some co-ed all-star game. <laughs> that was one of the best parts of the original. The monsters stealing the powers. And then and then them showing like little clips of them like sucking, <laughs> like not yeah. being able to. I thought that was probably probably the best, the funniest part. And I couldn't wait for that part in this one. I really could. Like I really thought, oh, they took their powers and put them into some, you know, put them into the game. But like they never showed the players after the game. I don't know what happened. Like I don't know if that's really them. What happened? Why they're all mad and mean now? I didn't understand anything, man. None of that part. So then, uh, let's move on. Bugs says he's been abandoned by everybody else. They go gather them. They get them on the team. For some reason, nobody really cares who LeBron is. No one even really wants to help LeBron. Other than Lola, because he said his son was captured. <laughs> Which was weird to me, like the, I need to help my son. And all of a sudden she turns around like, what? Your son? Like she knew his son or something. That was weird. So then, um, let's keep going. Uh, what happens next? They get the team together. All of a sudden, like they finally get together for like five minutes. And all of a sudden it's time to play the game. Like (laughs) after maybe two minutes of Looney Tunes screen time of like all of them together. Yeah. It's time to play the game. They're all shocked. The uniforms are just on them for some reason. It was. (laughs) And you know what? There's like, like what you're describing is already trash. Yeah. But it can't be overstated that while the story is just, stupid at every turn awful Mm -hmm. dumb at every turn yeah in the center of all this is don Cheadle giving a kid like is he trying to reach kids with the humor or what is like again i've never seen such a fire actor look so out of touch (laughs) i don't I don't understand why LeBron had actors as his family. I don't understand why Don Cheadle was Don Cheadle and why LeBron just didn't recognize Don Cheadle. <laughs> That's the part that I just do not understand. Everyone else knew each other. Everyone else, under, you know, everything else like fit into place. But this is in a universe where Don Cheadle and Sarah Silverman do not exist. And LeBron just sees them as yes random people and um yeah man great actor just giving us this like mad scientist kind of role <sighs> cringed every time first of all an ai would not be a black dude by the way no other movie let alone don Cheadle. like come on man Every time we see it, it's like this, it's like a British chick, you know, 
yeah. how the AIs sound. And here we go with Don Cheadle. <laughs> this is... I just don't get it, man. Why couldn't you just have him... He could have voiced the AI! I... In the beginning, when he was just the voice, like when it... Oh, when it showed like him hologram. as like this... Yeah, I liked that. Yes! I was like, okay, this is cool. This is interesting. I like this. And then all of a sudden, here's Don Cheadle in like a suit. And then he had like little that little friend that was weird. Um. Anyway, mo- moving on to the game, the big game. An hour into the movie. Yeah. Hour five minutes into the movie. Yeah. So, um, every like character ever created by Hanna Barbera, Warner Brothers is there. Uh. What's her name that wrote Harry Potter? All the Harry Potter people are there. All the HBO people are there. Game of Thrones. I, Iron Giant. King Kong. Everyone that LeBron wanted on his team were there. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. They were in a forest field. It was just crazy, man. I... I, I'm with you. The thing is, I don't know how Ryder sat in the room and said, yo, let's do this and do this and that and this. And they said, okay, this sounds good. Let's get it. I don't know how they did that. I don't There's know no how way. They said, I good. think I think it was like different writers writing pieces of this shit and they just scrapped what they could together. That's possible. That's that's what this movie feels like. It's just like a collection of like like first draft ideas for for a Space Jam sequel. By the way, I I skipped over this, but I really did like the part when LeBron was saying who he wanted on the team, and then Bugs was like, "Oh, I know exactly who to get," and then they went and got like Elmer Fudd. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. There was a couple of like Looney Tunes centered moments that made me laugh. Mm-hmm. In the middle of an awful movie, and I'm hating it every minute of it, they found a way to make me laugh. Based off of the Looney Tunes. From the game on, nothing made me laugh other than Lil Rel for the rest of the movie. Which I also don't know why I was there. And why is Lil Rel... Why is Lil Rel, Lil Rel, and Don Cheadle and Sarah Silverman aren't who they are? I don't know. So. The game is... Lil Rel in the movie at all? The game was so bad. Like, this whole video game, like, route they tried to take was so, uh, like, cringy. Yeah. And it's just, again, they're in the beginning, like, just scoring style points, just flying around. It's it's barely even, like, it's nothing to do with basketball. No, it doesn't. And, And that's kind of a theme they go through the whole movie, like, yo, this isn't basketball. Oh, but it's just fun, Dad. You remember fun? Exactly. Why the fuck have LeBron if it if you're going away from basketball? They could have used Don Cheeto. <laughs> <laughs> the Michael B. Jordan part was hilarious. I, but I knew it was coming. I did too, but it was still funny. It was, it was funny. funny. It was the way he walked in with Pop. Well done. Another moment in the middle of, like, disgusting shit that made me laugh. 
Yeah, that was hilarious. But dude, like, watching LeBron trying to, like, move like a real basketball player, it looked so bad. What do you mean? Like, at one point, he even hit, like, a regular turnaround. Oh, yeah. And it yeah. just looked so, like, fake. And, and I thought the CG was, like, serviceable for most of the movie. Yeah, me It wasn't, too. like, glaring, was... you know, it wasn't, like, glaring fake all the time no you look good yeah but like lebron you again you made lebron look out of place in this nonsense yeah the most important character and you didn't even like you didn't even make lebron look good no you didn't (laughs) he just jumps off the same spot hitting the same lob that he hit a thousand times in his career yep nothing creative nope the the Lola lob and the you know D Wade thing that was cool. That's it. And I saw that. I saw it in the commercial, but I liked that in the movie. I liked it even better in the movie. I did too. Because, but I was hoping for more moments like that. Me too. If they threw in like a number of LeBron's like either funniest or coolest moments, yeah, they couldn't even match like him getting hyped like they like he did in real life, bro. There was just so many missteps. This movie is called Space Jam, and none of it is in space. You can just start there. There's not one even... They don't even mention space in the movie. Yeah, Don Cheadle just has, like, virtual reality planets or some shit. I don't, I don't understand I, that either. Dude. The, the um, other thing is... And I'm, only, I'm repeating this for everyone else, not for you, because you already know what I'm going to say. And you've already mentioned it. No one cares about the Looney Tunes right now. No, they don't. No one cares. In the way they had to force that, like, Roadrunner and Wiley hate each other. And that he wants to eat them. Like, throughout the movie, I watch Looney Tunes to this day. All the time. I forgot that Wiley wanted to eat Roadrunner until that, like, part. I'm like, but what... It, Elmer and Porky with the rapping that was terrible. Awful. Daffy had like no role in this movie. Daffy could have been out of the movie and it wouldn't have just made for a the Michael Jordan mistake. No, Sylvester did that. No, yeah. It was Sylvester talked. He talked about it, but yeah, you, it was it was such a minor minor part. It was like he did that. He had the coach. He was coaching. That part was funny, but it's like, it was, it was bad, man. Like you said, this was not a Looney Tunes movie. It was a Michael Jordan movie with a bunch of cartoon characters. Again, and it wasn't it, Space it's Jam. almost like, it's almost like the people who made this movie didn't watch Space Jam. Or Looney Tunes. <laughs> they didn't understand anything about what made Space Jam good. No, they didn't. I mean, Nothing. They could have copied with just LeBron some of LeBron's like differences than to Jordan and made like a sensible Looney Tunes plot. Yeah. I don't mind if they had committed to Looney Tunes and it would have been like out of touch kind of because it's so dated. Uh-huh. I would understand. At least that's an inter- interesting kids movie. Yeah. But this movie yep. tries to like be serious. Yeah. 
it, it does. It tries to be like realistic when it's like what we just described had nothing to do with reality. No, it didn't. It didn't. And they're like taking it seriously and just like so many missteps. The cameos were whack. Austin Powers having the monsters there was just weird. Because why were they cheering? They ended up liking the Looney Tunes at the end of Space Jam, but they were cheering against them in this, which was like it was just for a second, but it was just weird, man. Weird stuff. I didn't like seeing the cameos in the background. Like I think they thought that was gonna be cool, like Easter egg kind of thing. Yeah. Didn't work for me. And LeBron, LeBron's performance, by the way, I really don't have an issue with. No, me either. But that's me either. What the difference is again, in in the original Space Jam, it didn't matter that Michael Jordan couldn't act. No, it the, didn't. the the story was written not for him to fucking act. Right, they make LeBron like act, and they—it's like the worst writing possible. Yeah, and the thing is, there was no. The actors that were in there with him didn't do enough of a role to like mask him. That was what was kind of good about the last Space Jam. Yeah. They had Bill Murray. They had the dude with the glasses. That were funny actors, and you really didn't even have to think about Jordan acting. But this. I no. kept thinking, I kept remembering when they're recruiting the part you said you liked. Yeah. I kept thinking, like, are they going to match, like, how they got Bill Murray last second? Right. Like, they could get somebody funny, and now, like, you could you have more humor in this game. Because I was nervous going into the game thinking, like, this is going to suck. Well, when Daffy got Michael B. Jordan, they could have really did that. That's what that I was hoping funny. for. I was like, yo, have him suit up. Like, it don't matter that he sucks. <laughs> he, they yeah. have him in 2K. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, you know. And the names, I thought the names were weird. All the names were, like, very, like, random names. Like, yo, Malik, Darius... <laughs> Dom. I don't understand like, why they made this fake, like, family situation. Super fake. Just, that's what, the opening scene didn't, like, didn't ruin it for me. But that scene in the, in the like, the court in the backyard of him, like, being a hard-ass dad. Yeah. That, I was like, yo, you're already throwing this movie in the toilet. And it didn't get better from there. Yep. Yep. Yeah, man. Uh, (laughs) Foghorn Leghorn's part was in in here was weird. Sweetie's part, the Matrix thing. It was just, it was just bad, man. It was bad. It was a bad movie. Uh, let's let's cap the ending off. Uh, so his ending instead of the stretch that Jordan did, uh, LeBron's son throws him a little power up thing so LeBron can get a boost, and he goes a little bit higher up in the air to dunk on now this like beefed up uh, Don Cheadle. 
that is great at basketball, I guess. Um, I mean, the, so somebody posted this on social media, but Jordan took 22 shots, made all of them. LeBron took five and made four. Well, the thing is, he had style points, so he had, like, he still scored, like, 700 points. And he dunked four, three of his four baskets were identical, practically. Right, the alley-oops. Yeah, man, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you center the story about LeBron, and you don't even commit to that. The, the thing is, and this is no disrespect to LeBron, I'm not... I'm not saying, like, LeBron shouldn't have did the movie, but uh, they could have, like, carbon copied Space Jam. And it would have been great. With someone else, though. I mean, it would have been great even with LeBron, but, like, if Steph could have did Space Jam exactly how Space Jam was, other than the dunks, and everything else would be fine. It would be just as good. But this, with no space... No jam. <laughs> no nothing, man. It was just... This movie's soulless. That's the worst part about it. it. It's like a hollow, like, copy of Space Jam. But all the, like, the sequel things are poorly done. Yeah. He, um... Yeah, it was it was just way too much. The video game. I thought LeBron had like a couple moments where he matched. Like he was good with the Looney Tunes for the most part. He was, yeah. yeah. It wasn't like cringy. I thought that would be cringy when he went into the animation early on. Mm-hmm. And like they made that solid. Yeah, they did. But they it, did. that's forty minutes into the movie. Right. Um, I didn't like how. <laughs> I didn't like how easy it was for Dom to just switch teams just because like now LeBron is like proud of him or whatever. Like that that seems too easy. That's all. Like I wanted something more of a twist. Like I saw that coming probably first quarter of the of whatever this game was. I'm like, "Oh, he's going to have to switch teams because there's no other way." Like when LeBron wins, I thought they'd do something more impactful. Like maybe LeBron like doesn't score on the last shot attempt. Yeah, and he just finds a way win. to save save the Looney Tunes right, after. That's right. what I thought too. I'm like, okay, that's gonna be cool, but because this was too easy. Oh yeah, because uh, he had to switch teams for his game for the Looney Tunes to get saved and for his game to still get saved. So it was like, I don't know. Or if he had something that he had to give up. No one gave anything up. Bug sacrifices life, but for, like, what? Nothing? And they couldn't commit to that. <laughs> right. They couldn't commit to it. And then even the the last part, the when LeBron dunked on Don Cheadle, I didn't feel any... Like, I know that they wanted to make it more realistic... But with, like, when the Monstars were, like, holding Jordan and Jordan actually had to stretch, like, I really didn't think Jordan was going to make the basket. I know. Like, with this, Don was just, like, just, like, had his arm on LeBron's shoulder. I didn't feel any, like, 
pulling down or anything, you know? There was yeah. no fouls, no rough housing. They were just using powers. Uh, uh, McKay was putting people in her web and that kind of thing. That I mean, that's cool, but, you know. I mean, we get it. Anyone, I don't think anyone watched this and said, yo, what is everyone hating on this for? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People who watch this and have seen Space Jam know exactly what we're hating on it for. And People it, who watch this and know the name of the movie is Space Jam should know exactly what we're hating and, on it And for. I'd let a lot of it slide if I could see the, like, four kids perspective. Mm, but yeah. I don't see that here at all. Right. This is like, it's literally like Warner Brothers thought a lot of people would watch this, so let's just promo all our shit. And I also just, I don't, I also don't get why no one cared, like, no one asked what is going on. Like, other than the family, apparently he zapped these millions of people in there. And everyone's just there cheering, and then they get like shot out of the sky away, and like there's no. Yeah, by that point, that. by that point, I was checked out of the plot. I could say that. Yeah, it, at least in Space Jam, they kind of showed the repercussions. Showed when everyone got their powers back and everything, and like, yo, Jordan did it. He did it. He saved the Looney Tunes, and then, you know that kind of thing. And this LeBron didn't even really save him. Bug saves himself. So LeBron, LeBron was meaningless to the story where he's the main character. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Again, and then they just walk out of the thing like, "Oh, here we go." Yeah, of all the things to fuck up, you make LeBron whack. Yeah, if it was his acting or like. Something maybe so like how he looked. I don't know. All right, the executive producer of the movie. Right, but you like wrote the movie to make him look bad. Yeah. So that's our Space Jam deep dive. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, and go check it out. It's on HBO Max. If you got HBO Max, you should check it out for sure. If you don't have HBO Max, DM me and I'll give you my HBO Max just so you can watch it and roast it. How's that? Um, I'm done here. We're done. We'll be back. We have more movies to talk about. Black Widow, Fast and Furious. We have a bunch of um, music to talk about. Yeah. Basketball season is over. Now it's time for the trades. It's time for Kawhi to sabotage his team. It's time for all the good stuff we love. Wizards got a new coach. It's time for the Wizards to keep sucking. (laughs) (laughs) All the off-season stuff we always love. We will be back for that soon. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Follow us on Instagram, No Clue Podcast. Uh, Anything else? Uh, No, we'll be back. We'll be back. Thank you for listening and see you guys next time.